All right, Ron, I am so excited for our next guest, uh, Miss Catherine Storing, the author of an incredible number of best-selling books. Absolutely. I, I think what's cool about her is just her overall story in general, but she's just such a fun person to talk to. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm ready to teach my easy. Absolutely. All right, everyone, let's get to it. Have you ever wondered how highly successful entrepreneurs think? So did we. So we asked hundreds of entrepreneurs a very simple question. If they had perfect hindsight, what advice would they give themselves? I am Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool. Join us on our journey implementing and sharing all of our learnings while we hack our hindsight along with our guest hindsight to give us all better foresight. Listen along the way as we find and unlock their secrets that made them successful through hidden traffic, joint ventures, and much, much more. This is Hindsight Hack. Welcome to Hindsight Hacking. Today's special guest, Miss Catherine Storing. She is a kingdom warrior entrepreneur. Uh, she is a monetize, monetization strategist, Amazon bestseller, and author of 23 to 24 books. I know we all lost count. Definitely, I know <laughs> I did. Uh, she has over 20 courses she's created, a writing coach, uh, a keynote, two-time TEDx speaker, and the list goes on. Miss Catherine has done it all, and she is joined us today the pleasure i know is all ours so Catherine, thank you so much for being here look forward to getting to talk with you again thank you so much that was such an awesome introduction really really excited to talk to you guys cat we are super excited to have you on and just kind of dive into everything you're doing but before we do that can you kind of give a quick backstory about you to our listeners absolutely um i've been a writer my whole entire life a writer that couldn't finish a book, uh, believe it or not. So it took me 20 years to finish my first book. And I kind of got sidetracked a little bit because I, I was so happy that I could finish my book. And I finished like four books within a year because I was so excited. And then people began asking me, how did you do that? Uh, you did it so fast. So I got really excited about teaching because I'm, really, I'm a teacher. And I, in the back of my mind, it was like, I'm really putting all my eggs in one basket. I'm not that excited about just teaching that, but I did it because it was so awesome and people kept asking, right? But in the back of my mind, I always knew that strategy and monetization was my thing. And after I, I was like kind of burned out of writing books, this is why I have so many books, I kind of stopped. And I realized that I had a process. I had a system um, and that's why I, I can create courses at the drop of a hat. Literally, I can create a course in a day for someone because my mind works that way so once i realized that i actually had a process that i have a system and that was my latest book teacher easy everything just fell into place the writing still very much a part of me um the teaching it, the same and the the monetization and the coaching that all came together and that's why i'm a, a huge proponent of getting started where you are like there's no right or left turn, everything adds up and everything just happens as it needs to happen. If I hadn't done the books, I wouldn't be able to have all those books and get to the teacher easy book. And I wouldn't figure out that 
strategy and monetization was my thing. So I got a detour to go to where I am, but it was exactly what I needed to do. So awesome. I mean, most of us have this goal of getting one book and I know <laughs> it took you 20 years and now it's ridiculous. Like how many books you've actually written. Yeah. So, so my question is, uh, you know, what, tell us about that first book and not necessarily what, what it's about, although you yeah. go into a little bit of that, but tell me about that process. Like, did you truly start that book 20 years ago or did you start writing 20 years ago and then it turned into something like walk us through, like, how did you just finally make that, that movement to get that first one done? Yeah, that's such a great question. And that is the key to everything that I do today, because the way that I got that book done, I got fed up. Like I, it was the beginning of the year. And I'm like, okay, this is the year. I began to bribe myself, what I'm gonna buy, where I'm gonna be able to go once <laughs> I'm able to write one book, okay? So I looked at retreats. I couldn't find anything close enough to me. I had a young child at the time, so I just couldn't leave for a week or months at a time. And the, everything that was really awesome was like in San Francisco, and I was not gonna go to the West Coast, you know? So nothing was really adding up. So we know how we always have the answer, right? So I'm like, okay, who do I know that already knows how to do this? So I had a friend and I reached out to him and said, listen, I need to write a book. You need to get your program online ASAP because you're doing this stuff all the time. And uh, it's so painful. There's lots of people online like me that need this. So you see, I missed it because right away I already had that. So I had to like talk him into it. I got it posted and I'm like, okay, I asked him all the questions and a little, po like it was like the size of my palm really. And I asked him the questions, we came up with a name, with the price, with the date, um, with the pay, I created the page, the cards, everything. And I'm like, okay, you're gonna do this February 21st, 22nd, something like that. You're gonna charge this much. If I do all of this and all you have to do is show up, will you do this in exchange I'll be in the program, right? And I'll get my book, you get your online program, right? Awesome deal. So I took on everything and all he had to do was leave. So he said yes. And his program was write a short book in a day. So in eight hours, what took me 20 years to do, I was able to do in eight hours because I tapped into someone that had been where I wanted to be before. Now, he wouldn't be able to get online that quickly if he hadn't connected with someone that knew how to do that and been there before. So it's kind of like a marriage of like great skills. I, I absolutely love what you just talked about. So the coaching piece or getting a coach to help you collapse time. I think so many people are either afraid to get a coach, don't feel they need a coach. Um, but it collapses your time. Like how much, how much could you have accomplished if you had that time collapsed 20 years before? Where would you be today, right? Exactly. And, and that's the part that I think experts miss. I really work with experts and sometimes they get lost and I already know what to do. And I already knew how to create content. That was never a problem. How to get online, I'm a nerd. I can do that all day long. But the part of, <laughs> I knew writing a book was as a writer, like I needed to finish that, that was my dream. But I couldn't do that myself. I knew that the writing I had down, what I needed was someone to get me to the finish line. And sometimes as an expert, that's all you need. And that's really all I needed. 
once I finished that book that day, that was like late February, by May 15th, which was my birthday, May 20th, that was my birthday, I have finished the book that was over 300 pages long because somebody showed me the way before, you know? Yeah, and, and even for, even if it's not somebody that you're hiring, uh, as far as a coach goes, like finding the right partner, right? The finding the right people to surround yourself with and work with. And I mean, that's the only reason Ron and I, I, I think have had our success is because we've been able to do it together, right? Like, uh, even this podcast wouldn't have happened, I guarantee it, if it was individually on either one of us, because it literally took, okay, or you're doing this part and the deadline is this, right? And I'm doing this part and my deadline is this. And that was the only way stuff got done. Um, but I, I want to ask you another question. You know, and I know we, you talked about your, your backstory a little bit, but I don't think you went far enough, back far enough yeah. because English was not your first language. You were, right? Exactly. So that, that, that that's is another, that's a huge, huge deal. All of us Dang, yeah. have, uh, you know, we have no excuse, right? And then you come to Boston or you moved to Boston and at 19 years old. And now you've done such amazing things. So tell us about that journey because that's everyone deserves and needs to know that. Yeah, thank you so much. I kind of like forget because it's been so long now, right? But uh, yeah, we moved, my family moved to Boston when I, two weeks before my birthday, my 19th birthday. And up to that point, I have been writing plays for church. I have been, I did a lot of poetry. I had short stories. Um, I was doing well in my writing part, right? So we moved here and I'm, I always been a writer and I can, I can speak underwater, right? So immediately we moved to Boston, I become mute because I can understand, I could understand English very well, but I didn't have any conversation skills. So there was a speaker and a writer who cannot write and cannot speak overnight, you know? Oh and that was devastating. I got, and I think I don't even talked about this. I was so depressed that my father, even entertained the idea of sending me back because he said, you are so unhappy here because my light was out. You know, I was not able to do what I was cre literally created to do. So he's like, you're so depressed. You're not doing anything. And I knew that going back was not an option for me. Like I knew I pray for this. I knew this is what I wanted. So I'm like, okay, enough being depressed. I kicked myself in the, in the pants and I just made a decision. Like, okay, you're gonna go to school. You're going to go to a community college and you're going to take ESL classes and you're just going to get this stuff done. So immediately the mindset, and I'm sure you guys will, can relate to this mindset is wins the game every single time. So the mindset of I'm going to learn this language that I already understand that I already know how to like simply write. I just decided. And Within a year, I was able to take college-level classes because I cut everything off. I was listening, and I'm embarrassed to say, soft rock music because it's really slow. It's easy to understand. I was watching <laughs> Ricky Lake. Okay, you can tell the time that Ricky Lake was on um, because they have the closed captions on, and I can read. And that's a really fast way to learn a new language if you listen and read at the same time. And I just cut everything else because I knew I had a dream. I knew that if I wanted to make it here, I needed to speak the language well enough. Now, I didn't want to dabble in it. I, wanna, I wanted to be an expert. I wanted to master the words 
so I could do what I wanted to do. And in the 20 years that I, it was 25 years that I've been here now, not a single person has asked me about my degree, which I do have a degree in literature. Nobody's ever asked me, show me your degree or like, hey, you have an accent, you cannot help me how to write a book, and I, you know, I'm a native. And it's all about, I never let that be an obstacle because I knew I could teach it, because I knew I could help people, you know? Yeah, no, I, I think that's amazing. Not only did you write this book, or many books, um, you came out of a struggle you were having, because that was your passion. You couldn't really speak the language, but you accomplished something else that a lot of people wanted to do, is talk on that TEDx stage. Right. Mm, yeah. So, so now you were able to get on that TEDx sta stage and speak where twice, twice, right? <laughs> yeah. Where you, if you go back and look, you weren't even talking to your neighbors yet. You were able to get on that stage and talk to multiple people. I would love to hear about that experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so awesome. And that the thing that I had mentioned is <laughs> that I'm, I'm a natural introvert by just nature. I, I, I used to be a chronic introvert. I wouldn't talk. And I had to overcome that as well because I knew that I needed to have my voice be heard. My voice was very soft, very quiet, and I just wouldn't use my voice, but I knew, right? So once I learned about TEDx, I'm like, well, that looks amazing. I want to do that. I didn't know how I was going to do it, and, but I knew I wanted to do that. So I started to learn how to speak way before TEDx was even a thing for me because I knew getting on camera was important and speaking was important. So I began to do YouTube in 2012, doing a video every single day so I, so I can be comfortable enough to get on TEDx. Once I made the decision in 20, 2015, I'm like, okay, in 2016, I'm going to get on TEDx. I don't even know how it works. Is it a lottery? Do I have to pay? Do I have to travel? How does that even work, right? I just knew I wanted to. That was October. By the end of December, Christmas week, I had been selected and chosen, and I had a date to speak in 2016 because I made that decision. Now, that doesn't mean that that was easy, though, because the moment that I got selected, now I have to deliver the speech. Right. Now I have to stand there and with my accent, right? Nervous as all get out because now the weight of TEDx. That was like, everybody's going to see this video. I told everybody, um, what am I going to, like, I knew what I was going to say. I didn't rehearse enough and life happened. I got to the day and I rehearsed the first time, the day, dressed and everything, mic'd up and it bombed. Like I sucked. And we only had like two hours left. And I'm like, I told everybody, I shared the live stream link because they could only have a number of people live, right? And again, I had to go back to that coaching hat and coach myself through it because I was about to miss it. And I don't know if you ever spoken, if you're very nervous, you can do it, but then you don't, you're not really in. So you yeah. miss it because then you can't even remember what you said. And I did not want that to happen, right? Right, right. I didn't want it to happen. So I get my top. I watch everybody do it. I did left. I was the last one. Of course, that made me even more nervous. And they're, they're reading my bio. I'm in the background. I'm in the back. I have the mic on. And I just said, okay, man up, basically. Get your act together. Get over there and take it in. That's what I said. Take it in. So I'm like, okay, I could do that. And you know, when you're nervous, it's hard 
to be quiet and to be still. I got on stage, they have the stage, it's got the red dot, you know, amazing, really dark. That's the other thing. You cannot see people either. Bright lights on you. I get on the stage and I say nothing. And it felt like eternity, but I really wanted to take it in. I think it maybe was maybe three seconds. I don't know. <laughs> I stood there and I had a blast. Like I just took it in and then I did it and it flowed and I was, I didn't miss it. Like I was able to do it, but again, it was hard. It was not easy. Well, I definitely am uh, kind of starstruck that you, what you've been able to do and from not being able to be comfortable speaking English to mastering the language in regards to writing books, which, uh, you know, I, I probably a year ago, I probably didn't believe I wanted to be involved in that. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, yes, Ron and I, we definitely uh, individually and together, we got to get some stuff going. And, and, and then the whole TEDx stage too. Like, I mean, those, those are some huge things that you've accomplished and, uh, so much props uh, for all of that. But uh, so I want to, I know you've got a lot of cool things uh, going on here in the future. So I want to circle back to one last question about your past before we move forward. And, and, and that's about hindsight, right? Like we all know hindsight's twenty twenty. And so if, if you could go back and give younger Catherine a little uh, advice um, you know, what advice would you give and, and uh, how far back would you have gone? Mm, that's a good question. How far back? I would probably, we'll go back to the 19 year old, you know, bright eyed, really excited. And I would tell her to work on her mindset, to be honest, because at 19, had I known that I didn't have to be, have all my ducks in a row, to get started because I wanted to get everything right. Like I wanted to just get it perfect. I thought I was so old at 19. Oh my God. You know, like I would just say, go for it now. Like try it, like write the book that you can write now. That's the thing that I, I would tell everybody. If you want to write a book, don't wait until you have the perfect book. Don't wait until you have everything ready. Start, start where you are, make mistakes. Like that's the other thing, make mistakes. The more mistakes you make, the better because mistakes are information. Like I learn the most from getting things wrong. Then I know what to do next and then try again, again, and again until you get it right. No, I love that. All right. I think that's huge advice. And, and I know a lot of people needed to hear that, but now let's, let's kind of shift gears, talk about what's, what's on your plate now and what are you actually doing now next? Yeah, so th this is the, the awesome part that because I'm an author and I'm known for writing books and teaching people how to write books, I get attracted by many authors. They follow me and they write books and they're like stuck because they have this book or two or three, but the, their knowledge is stuck in a book. They don't know how to leverage that book. They, they, and maybe sometimes they don't even have a book, but they have a process or a system and they're like, I am good at it. I have the accolades. But I have, I have to either work one-on-one -on -one with people or I have to redo this teaching over and over again. And they have this amazing process that they're not leveraging. Now, I had the same problem. I write, I wrote those books and I'm like, okay, what do I do with this knowledge? It's already in a book. People are not reading that many books anymore. And audio is the way to go. How do we leverage that expertise? And I was at a conference 
and this thought came to me. I was seeing people doing great things on stage, roll around me, and I'm like, they are doing this effortlessly. Like there was no effort, there was no effort to what they were doing to me anyway. Then I realized that they were doing what was easy to them. And all of us, because I know you guys are experts too, we have an easy. We have something that we can do when we have a headache, when we have a fever, when we are exhausted, we can still be awesome at it. So I realized that I have an easy. I know how to teach my easy. I know how to look at someone's expertise and say, okay, get a, a dry erase board, let's map this thing out, and let's get it online quickly, like yesterday. Let's just put it out there and just get it done. So I began to do that in 2018. I began to help people with getting online really quickly, leveraging their expertise. And I did that quite a few times with the book, Teacher Easy. Then I'm like, okay, well now I have to leverage myself. How do I leverage what I know so I can have more freedom of time in um, locations, which is, um, to me, that's huge. So then I have the Teacher Easy program, which is my baby. It's, I'm so excited about walking the walk. So I talk about leverage your expertise. I'm leveraging my expertise. So I can have my hands free to do whatever it is that I want to do. So the Teacher Easy program, it, I created it for experts that want to do this thing. They want to leverage their book, their process, their system, and they want to do it well. And they want to do it with someone that has struggled, that have to deal with the mindset issues, that have to deal with the language issues, and um, just get it out there and not wait forever to get it done. Yes, definitely. Sign us up. I know, uh, I know Ron and I are... <laughs> We, we, uh, we, we need to go through. So you've got, you, you've got a lot of different ways. Like I, I think I saw on your page, you've got uh, a masterclass and is that like just a, a 90 minute deal? Um, and then I assume, or I know you've got a, a retreat that you've been working on. Uh, you've got a VIP day, like walk us through all these different avenues that, that go along with teacher easy. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love, love that. So it starts with me doing what I do best, which is teach. I love the masterclass because sometimes if you had never heard of the person, how do you give them money? If you don't know if you're going to like their style, like I speak with my hands, I speak really fast. Um, how are you going to love that? You're going to connect with me. So I'm like, okay, the best thing that I can do is give you this masterclass completely free and they can go to teacherec.com and sign up for that. And then they watch me for a little over an hour talk about my process. I have a 10 step formula, which is, I called it the, the, the STEM formula to teach easy. And they can go through the process and see me doing my thing. And actually I give my steps. Here are the steps. Go ahead. You know, the, it's like my book, um, in, in 60, 70 minutes, you know, then from there they get to decide if they think that's their program. It's a six month program because life happens. Experts are busy. And I know that life happens to me. And it's nice to know that you have a guided process that you can take your time and go through. Now, the other thing that experts have a problem with, and let me know if you guys struggle with this, is you know so much and you're such givers that you wanna give everybody everything you know. Let me know if you've ever done that, right? And then you go, right? You give them everything. And then people become paralyzed because they have so much. So after seeing so many experts make this mistake with their curriculum, I decided as part of the program, I am gonna give them a retreat. Again, virtual retreat, because that's the thing that changed my life, a virtual retreat back in 2015, right? So the virtual retreat is specific for curriculum creation. I'm going to walk them through my process. I love curriculum. I'm such a nerd. And I walk them through how do you develop a curriculum that 
teaches, it doesn't paralyze, and also leaves you room for the upgrade or for future programs. So it's the perfect combination of created well, naming things right, making sure that when you name things, you're not giving your process away. That's how I'm able to teach so much and not feel threatened by teaching my content because I know how to say things without giving everything away. So the retreat is my treat, pun totally intended. Uh, it's my treat to them so they can go through the process and also learn how to create their curriculum as part of the program. No, I absolutely love that. And, and I think so many people nowadays are so afraid to give away that information. And I mean, we know as professionals in this, that unless you give the value, you, you get zero, like zero in return. Right. And, and it's crazy that people still don't grasp that concept. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is because I, I have been doing this for a long time and I, over, whenever I find somebody new, I go and find as much content on the person as I can. I watch videos on YouTube, I go to the website, and if they have a freebie page, I'll go and consume, and then I'll be happy to spend whatever. Like I just did that uh, in April. I found somebody new, she sounded amazing, and I, I watched her pro, a, a, a video that she had, and she had me. But she gave me like three hours worth of content that I found on her social media and her website. And then I was able to make a decision and say, this is the coach for me. Cause I think I will always need a coach. We always need someone that's been where you are. And once you get to that level, you need the next coach to get you to the next level. Absolutely. Um, so do you, you mentioned like, do people read books anymore? And you've got a lot of these, this virtual stuff. Did you record your teacher easy book audio? Version? I sure did. Yep, I did. And uh, so it's not for sale anywhere. Um, people can only buy it from me. And when they get the program, they get the audiobook, the ebook, and the audiobook as well, because I want them to consume this. This is like, and the audiobook, as you know, when, when you buy audiobooks from people that we like, the audiobook is always more intense. It always mm -hmm. has more content than the actual book because authors cannot just read something they're going to add more stories <laughs> right, and more right, right, right. <laughs> right so i also included that in the program because i want them to really if they read the book and listen to the audiobook and then follow the guided process that i created for them with screen shares because i love that the nerdy part i think is not the hardest part i mean it takes time but what takes it's it's breaking it down in in realizing that Sometimes we overcomplicate things, and if it's broken down into bite sites, then they're like, okay, I can, I can handle module one today. And I'll take maybe three, four weeks to do that, and then I'll do module two and module three. And then before you know it, you have an amazing program that you wouldn't have taken forever to create. No, I think that's, that's really smart, because then you're hitting all types of how people learn. And yes. going back to what you said earlier, how you learned our language, right? You watched and read simultaneously. Exactly. So I think that's that's invaluable. Plus, you're right. And listen to soft rock. Yeah, and soft rock, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're probably never going to let you live that one down. But no, no. And Ricky Lane. But, but um, you know, I, I think that's, that's smart and you're helping people collapse time so as I, uh, I sit here and think about your 
your inspirational um, process from turning 19 and all that fun stuff. And um, I know, like, it, it brings me back to how those of us that are comfortable usually never achieve anything, right? And so you've got so many people that they know success because they're born into it and they kind of stay where they're at, right? Or there's the opposite. So many people that had nothing and they just dreamed and knew that they wanted to go further in life. And so they worked their tails off to get there. Um, so what advice do you give for anybody that is stuck in that comfortable world? Yeah, that's, that's such a great story. Um, and it, it can extend a season that's supposed to be temporary because I was successful in corporate America. I was in corporate America for 17 years and I was successful there. I made six figures there, but I hated every moment of it. And when I was about to turn 40 years old, it almost knocked me on my feet. Not, not because 40 is a, is, a, is a big number or anything, but it just feels grown up. You know, it feels like it's a real, you're, you're, it's like you're getting older now. And I'm like, have I been saying that I'm going to quit my job for 13 years? And it's because I got comfortable with that paycheck. That paycheck come, came in every two weeks and it was a nice paycheck. And now we know with everything that's going on that those paychecks are not as um, secure as some people think that they were because they can go away at any time. And quitting my job was probably one of the hardest things that I have ever done as a real adult. And it was the best thing that I have ever done. I have experienced everything you can think of, but I have grown in the last five years. I have grown tremendously from making that decision to leave the, the comfort and the sec security of having that, that check come in and finding myself. And you know, when you start your business, it's like, it's like going to therapy. It's the most expensive therapy you're ever gonna go to because you're finding stuff that you have to deal with on a regular basis. But that's where we grow. That's where we do our best work when we are afraid. Like I find, that's how I learned how to swim. Back home, I, I grew up in an island they don't, at least when I was growing up, they didn't take me to the Y to learn how to swim. I'm like, go to the beach. I almost drowned a couple times. And then I, I'm an amazing swimmer today. You know, like I think I, I get my work ethic from that. You try something and hopefully, you know, you do it better. That's why we have coaches, right? But being scared or being out of your element makes you so creative. Like I had to get to that point of, struggle writing my book and then i'm like okay i need to find somebody that's been what i am so i can do something better right so i think being scared or uncomfortable and letting go of what we know because when we when you let go of what you know you are about you setting yourself up to discover something amazing Kat, I'm super excited just because we're going to be doing a lot of partnering with you over the next couple months so not only will Corey and i be talking at your retreat for the teacher easy retreat. Um, but you're about to start a podcast in our, with us to go through your webinar and, and we're going to have you as a virtual master class teacher in our now my dream 22 program. So we are so excited to be partnering with you over these next couple months where if people plug in, they're going to be learning a lot of fun stuff. 
I love it. And I love when you say N. It's my favorite. It's like, well, you know when you go to those game shows? And yes. you get this. <laughs> and this. And, and this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, wait, so, um, so yes. definitely, Catherine, tomorrow you're going to join us um, for the very start of, of teaching us about your easy, right? And so mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have several days of that. And then, and then definitely Ron and I will do a little recap and tell everyone what we learned. Um, but uh, yeah, tell, let, let the audience know, like, what can they expect over the, the next couple of days? I'm so excited. So over the next couple of days, you're going to see my style. You're going to see how passionate I am about teaching. I did my very best to only teach very relevant stuff because I want to set you up for success. And I wanted you to get comfortable with the idea that what you know, it's so valuable. Many times we do great, great things and we think, oh, that's easy. Nobody cares about that. In the book, I talk a lot about making a pie crust from scratch. Someone listening right now is rolling their eyes and be like, who wants to learn that? Like, I need that. I would pay top dollar for someone to grab their iPhone and get a tripod and teach me the every step on how to create a pie crust. And they might not think it's a big deal. So changing the mindset of what the value of what they know is, is the, my main goal, that they see that it's possible that people will pay top dollar for what they know and that the process can be fun. So I bring it all and I show them, I teach so much within that, I think it's about 70, 70 minutes of the value of leveraging your expertise. So awesome, so awesome. awesome. And then with the, the retreat, um, Everybody, I assume um, it's going to be at the end of this, end of July, first of August type time frame, right? And then uh, yes. jump on there and and walk us through a little bit about that kind of what's what to expect in, in during the virtual retreat. Yeah. So going back to my roots of writing that first book virtually, that totally changed my life. And knowing that I'm very busy, I'm doing interviews like this once and, and traveling all the time, that we don't have the time to go somewhere and sit, right, for eight hours, 12 hours to get this stuff done. So being able to, to do this retreat at any time, whenever they know that they can dedicate that time and know that they're gonna learn one specific thing. They're gonna learn how to create their curriculum step by step. And then I'm bringing two amazing experts. You guys are coming and I have somebody else coming. And they're gonna talk about how do they, now that they have their curriculum, how do they get eyes in, in people to see their stuff? Because that's, that's the piece that's always missing, right? You create something amazing and the fear is who's gonna watch this? How are they gonna find me? So I partnered with amazing people like you and run to help you to help them get their staff found to be to do it the right way so they don't have to struggle so what i'm bringing is the expertise of my time doing it wrong for all this time and then finding what works having a curriculum that makes sense and having a program that people actually want so that that's the retreat they can watch it as often as they want because it's uh, it's on demand uh which is one of my favorite things and um i have a whole bunch of goodies that they'll receive so they get this care package which is awesome and it is just amazing what you can do when you leverage your expertise and i keep saying that because i want i want to almost like subliminal get in their heads leverage your expertise i'm not gonna be there sitting every weekend teaching how to do that when i can do it one time 
and then they can watch it whenever they want. No, I think that's, that's smart. It's exciting. We can't wait to, you know, be a part of it. Um, and we just thank you for your time today. And we're just excited to start the partnership off for sure. Yeah, me too. Thank you. I always have fun with you guys. You guys ask the best questions. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you. All right, Catherine, definitely a blast. And uh, everyone stay tuned. We are wrapping today's interview, but then tomorrow, Catherine will be back to start teaching us how to teach her easy. Oh man, Ron, that was so incredible. Catherine's story is just some, some, such a good story that all of everyone listening just needs to hear it and, and realize that they can do anything. Absolutely. You know, I think it's so cool just everything she's accomplished in her life. And, you know, I'm just excited that we get to partner with her over the next few months. Yeah, we've, we've got something in store for everyone beginning tomorrow. But like you said, we've got so many things planned with a great partnership with Catherine that like, I am super, super excited. Yeah, guys. So two takeaways. Uh, well, I'm going to give you three. Three. One, you can set your mind to anything. I mean, literally, she didn't know English and she was talking on TEDx. Right? So that was crazy. Uh, number two... We have the podcast in our, with her starting tomorrow. And number three, subscribe to our YouTube channel. All right, everyone. Podcastinarm.com if you want to check it all out. Uh, definitely, we've got YouTube, Hindsight Hacking, and just you guys are in for special treats because Catherine is amazing. Guys, thanks again for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community.